Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the war room. We got Tez, Kill, Jimmy, PJ, B. Austin, the hot block commander. How you want to end a one or two hour show and keep the brain running with the premise of talk sports on a national level. Both with the topic, sort of like the rubber. When it's game time, they like the Fab Five doing prime time. Sports conglomerates speak their minds a little bit. For sports medicine and sports veterans and greats. The 4 for 26, so the war ain't can wait. It's the war room with five nights at the round table. Five silly guys, diversified and educated. What up, everybody out there? You are once again live in the War Room. It's to you by War Room Sports and the War Room Podcast Network. I want to go. I'm Doug McMillan. I'm in, at the round table with my Jimmy Blueprint and the Bull B. Austin. I'll put us on the biggest stories. Sports from the past week. We'll give 19 NFL awards and a whole lot more. So pull hey, up a comfy hey, chair. Your sound is crazy, B. I, I heard something. I was wondering. Yeah, they're kicking, if, they're kicking you in was... the teeth as you talk. Oh, Ray, Jesus. All right, let me, let me switch it up here for a minute. All right, that's better? Much. All right, so everybody out there, I don't know if you heard what I said before, but whatever, you're in the war room. Um, we're going to uh, talk our-ish, as we usually do, so make sure you pull up a comfy chair. Keep it locked right here in the war room. If you want to get in on the conversation, sign in right now to the By the Hood chat room at blogtalkradio.com slash the war room. Or you can join us on Facebook or Twitter at War Room Sports. You can also call us directly in about five minutes on the Digital Extreme Tech hotline. That number is 323-410-0012. But before we get started, as we usually let you guys know, make sure that during the week when you when we're not live on the air and you're not doing much of anything and you need some entertainment, just remember to check out archive episodes of our show uh, on our own network at warroomsports.com and the War Room Sports mobile app. Also on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen uh, to to podcasts during the week. What up, Bo? So y'all, y'all homie um, Biff Tannen, he decided to let the blicky go on Iran. Iran <laughs> in turn throws a rock at his window, and since then, all the Trump squad has basically had heat and tough talk for Iran. What up, man? We we going to war or nah? Nah, it's a lot of it's a lot of to do about nothing. A lot of posturing going on. Yeah, cause he, he a lot he, of he, lot, he, lot he, of lot of I knock you the fuck out type stuff. A lot of Marcus yeah. Morris going on. <laughs> the sad the sad thing is the sad thing is I I wonder. 
if the American citizenry even understands why any of this is going on. Can you, can you, can you in a nutshell, describe for me or, or help me understand why the U.S. is at odds with Iran? You asking me, or are you about to tell her? Yeah, I'm asking any. I'm asking anybody that wants to answer me. I mean, I kind of know the answer. I kind of know the answer, but I'm I'm curious as to other people's perspective. Yeah, I mean, but it depends on if you know the answer, know the answer, or you know what they've told everybody. Because according to our beloved, you know, government, uh, the 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 leader that they killed over there in Iraq supposedly, you know, had some things cooking for America. You know, nobody else but our beloved government, in my opinion, believes that to be true. Um, you got some intel on it? I mean, yeah, we, 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 we only can conquer hate, so therefore that's why we at where we at, man. Marvin taught me that. <laughs> Word. Um, at the end of the day, the U.S. is in the Middle East for the oil, dog. They're there for the oh, oil. Yeah. Right. Well, Not, according Not according to the president. Not according to the president. What the president said in his speech? He said, we don't even need none of this thinking ass oil. We, we said right now, at this point, <laughs> we, we get more oil than they do. Yo, I'm... Yo, they they fracking they fracking under Trump towers. They done found some oil. They don't need that. <laughs> Yo, word. He he really said that, B. Also, that's not a, that's not a joke. Yeah. No, I know, I know but you know, you, you know, yeah, you know, boys just like to get his lie on. It, it's weird. Yeah. He said you have the highest office in the land, and you just say what you want. Like it's always been. So spectacular for me, like the entertainment value of it all. So spectacular, like dude says what he wants to say. Truth be damned, facts be damned. But you know what? But, but yeah, the, I, I, Iran's um, response. You know they, you know they shot some missiles at a couple of military installments uh, over in the Middle East. Uh, blew up some runways, some airports. Stuff like that. It like a, it, it was akin to them just throwing a rock at the window. So it's like they're kind of showing you, all right. Well, we can't look like punks, but at the same time, we don't really want that smoke. So we're just gonna do this. Now, it's up to Biff. You know, at this point, you know, we know him to be sort of an egomaniac, but it's up to him to be able to say, all right, they, you know, they just try to scratch us and everything's cool you know i could go spank them some more and start something that nobody really wants started or you know he could chill i don't have odds on him chilling but maybe somebody of some in, some intelligence will get to him and and Listen, let him know man. that it's not worth it at this point here's what i recognize man the, the bigger story in all of this is um how Depending upon how you carry yourself and and how you talk to people, and if, if people if people feel like you can't or, or feel like you're not disrespecting them, they're willing to let you get away with a lot more. Because you know, regardless of what you say, boy, he's doing nothing than what's been done in the past. It's just that he's real blunt 
and harsh and like has an it gas mentality. When um previous people, um, and I'm not talking about one person in specific. I'm talking about all of them. You know, in the history, man, they they've they've done the same thing, B. But at the end of the day, you know, I just want to point yeah. that out, like. You know, as you move through life, man, you treat people nice. You could probably get it. You know, it's like they say, man. People, people that get robbed, people in suits, man, they lose a lot more money than the, uh, the average Joe on the street with a gun. Because you you treat people nice, and they feel like you care, they'll give you anything. So yeah. the one thing about y'all president, because you know, boy, don't care. Like he he ain't about that life. He's about look, this is what it is. Because I'm create what's real and what's fake anyway. Yeah, and they're out there talking real greasy <laughs> to the Iranians, basically saying, you don't want war with America. <laughs> what did the general say? You don't want he war said, with America, because if that happens, somebody else going to be raising your sons and daughters. Somebody going to be raising your kids. Boy got up on the podium and said, yo, you got guns, we got guns too. What up, son, Duke? You want to battle for cash and see you, son, too? <laughs> Word. Like, that's what he told him. That's definitely what he told you. All right, man. Well, we'll see. We'll, we'll keep an eye on that. We don't really have a choice as American citizens. But uh, let's get into some of these hot topics. And hot topics are brought to you by my bookie. You guys can make a lot of bread sports betting at my bookie. The NFL is in the divisional round, and the NBA is barreling towards the All Star break. But if you still haven't checked out my bookie, this is the perfect time. For you to lay down some cash on the biggest games in sports, join us and a whole lot of other online players placing bets at mybookie.ag. If you guys are tired of getting excuses when it's time to collect on your bets, whether you're doing online, whether you're betting with your homies, or whether you're betting with the bookie down the block, that's why we urge you to join my bookie. If you win, they pay out fast without hassle. You're wasting your time sports betting anywhere else, and they even have in-game live betting so you can place wagers after the game starts. So join now, and my bookie will match 50% of your first deposit up to $1,000. So just use the promo code WARROOM, all caps, W-A-R-R-O-O-M, to activate this offer. Visit mybookie.ag today, play, win, and get paid. That's all there is to it. All right, so I, I wanted to ask you guys a question. B, you know, you being a... A diehard Philadelphia Eagles fan, um, as you know, you know, in the wild card round they took the L to the Seattle Seahawks, seventeen to nine, exact same score in the exact same stadium um, that you know these two teams got together. I believe it was in Week Twelve. Um, everything played out pretty much the same, except for one thing. Um, after pretty much after four snaps. Carson Wentz was no longer available for the Philadelphia Eagles. This was his first ever playoff game appearance. Um, he was taken out of the game with a concussion on a hit by Jadavian Clowney. I know you guys have seen the hit several times um, in the game, since the game. I just wanted to get your guys' opinion. Do you guys think that this hit was a dirty hit from Jadavian Clowney? Absolutely. And and, and mind you, mind you, it wasn't even it wasn't even penalized during the game. So you know, where, where do you guys stand with the hit? Should it have been penalized? Was it dirty? Was it borderline dirty? What are your thoughts? No, nah, it was it was very it was definitely dirty. 
Um, you know, I, I I don't know Jadavian Clowney to be a dirty player per se, but the runner had given himself up, was going to the ground. He went and put his shoulder, his shoulder and arm in between Carson Wentz's shoulder blade and drove his head into the turf. Yeah, it's dirty. He's already down. He's going down. So it was a dirty hit. I was surprised. That and, and even even yeah. you, you, you mentioned some words. You said give himself up. Even, you know, because there's some people that see it a different way. Most of the people I talk to that see it a different way don't really bang with the Eagles like that. So, you know, you talk to, like, Dallas fans, and, you know, they didn't see anything wrong with it. You know, you kind of hate when people can't be objective just because of their rooting interest. But um, at the same time, even if you take out the give himself up, he was already pushed by one of their D-backs. So Another player. Like, so he's already yeah. being pushed Another down to the ground. Down. Not like he can mm-hmm. get up and, and run again. Um, yeah, I, I agree with you. Like I said, no bias in this whatsoever. No matter who were the characters in this drama, I would have thought the same thing. Um, the David yeah. Clowney, as, especially as big and tall as he is, like there's there was no. nothing natural about the way he kind of bent down yeah. and shot. Like he went head first to somebody who was ground level. So it yeah. looked really weird. Um, I know Vitae or somebody was right next to the play asking for a penalty when it happened. I noticed it when it happened. I was in two different chats, and I was like, yo, Carson got effed up on that play. I don't think a lot of people recognized it when it happened. Truthfully, when I said that, I was thinking maybe he he could have, like, broken his wrist or something because it was stuck under him when dude jumped on top of him. So, you know. Your man, your man, Carson, your man Carson got up. And they said Carson didn't know where he was. He didn't know his name. He didn't know yeah. he had CTE. Like, they it said was, he didn't it was know what he played last week. Um, yeah. He couldn't answer basic questions. Go ahead, Jim. He was, he no, was done. And the funny that. thing about, about those that are not objective, this would have been the same response from me, if, even if it was trash ass that. I'd have laughed, but I'd have said, yo, that's dirty. <laughs> if it was cheating-ass Brady, if it was cheating-ass Brady, Jadavian Clowney being a large African-American man, they would have rang him up on aggravated assault charges and thrown him in jail if he hit Brady like that. So, but, you know, it, would have, it should have been a flag no matter who it was, period. Yeah, I mean, for him for getting away with it, um, my man thought he was Batman when he got up there. I asked him, like, what's popping? He said, I'm Batman. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it was, a dirty, it was a dirty play, and he got away with it. Like, right. thing yeah, is, but the, 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 go ahead, I'm sorry. It is what it is. No, I'm, I'm just saying, I'll be like, oh, it's not a dirty Like, it is a dirty play. This, uh, this dirty play is literally in every game. Some people get away with them, some don't. Every game, yeah. Know. And that's, I'm, that's I'm all not. like you talk to people. I'm like, dude. I mean, we can be objective. It doesn't matter that you know you hate the Eagles or something like that, or you dislike Carson Wentz. Like objectivity is objectivity. Like you see the play, you say it was dirty. Just like B said, you could say I don't care, or you could laugh, or you could be happy for it. Whatever you do, you do. But to sit there and like, it's hard to take somebody serious who doesn't think that objective. And and. and, and just like I've heard a whole lot of talking heads say, just because you say it's a dirty play doesn't necessarily mean 
that you're calling Jadavian Clowney a dirty player because you need more than one incident for that to become your reputation. Even though you said you never saw anything before, the crazy part about it is the only other questionable play that I can remember in his career came against another Eagles quarterback when he tried to kill um, Nick Foles (laughs) with what, you know, most people thought was a dirty play. Now, here's another part that kind of, you know, it kind of got under my skin. There's a lot of people that's furthering the Wentz is injury-prone, Wentz is soft, Wentz is this and that because of this hit. Now, I don't – and this is what I tell the people that I got in the conversation with. If you if you say Wentz is injury-prone, okay, I have no data to prove that he's not. He was injured in college. You know what I'm saying? He's been injured in the pros to the point where as many times as his team has made the playoffs, this was his first ever playoff appearance. <laughs> But nothing about this particular play furthers that narrative. Like, he didn't go out because he twisted his ankle or his ligament popped or, you know, he broke his leg. This doesn't tell you that he's durable or not durable. I mean, some of that other stuff may have already given you enough to make that distinction. But this here, this is happening to anybody. And we're living in a time where – they're not allowing you to go back on the field after you got off the field and said you was Batman. So there's very, it very matter. few human beings who Jadavian J- Clowney would basically American history X and tell him to bite the curb that wouldn't have ended up with a concussion <laughs> like that. Like that's not, and that's the thing that we, a lot of people thing. who probably have no athletic, uh, experience whatsoever. He didn't even look like he hit him that hard. Uh, well, go huh? look up how much he that dude weighs. Bounce. Like, he don't have to. Head, <laughs> he don't have to Jack Lambert. He yo, hit him in the back yo. of the head. Like, your brain moving around in your he, skull. Yeah, it doesn't not, take not, 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 not just that. Not He hit him in the back of the head, then his head and bounced then he hit off, the front the front, head. off the front of the turf. Like, you were telling me, yo, he didn't even hit him that hard. I'm like, yo, you got to be crazy right now. You got to be crazy. Now, I just so know that we've addressed America, we've addressed the dirtiness. We've addressed the crazy, people. Man. Yeah, we've addressed like, two sides like, no, of it. What I'm saying is, for those out there, oh, who's I can't even hear you, John. I think reaction, something was wrong. He's cutting in and out. Oh, I don't know what. Yeah, my bad. I don't go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. But listen, I was saying with American History X. Oh. For those that haven't seen it. Go watch what Austin's talking about, about biting the curb, yo. That's like the most violent thing in the history of cinema. Yo. I'm probably exaggerating, yo. but yo, still. Yo, that was – no, no, it, it it was. It, it definitely was, and that's probably why they didn't directly show it. But can you imagine that, getting curb stomped like biting that? Biting the curb. Like yo! <laughs> All right, so oh I got one God. more, one more um, group of people to to acknowledge here. To, to basically have a few bars for. And that's the Eagles fans who were basically using it as an excuse. Oh, well, it, oh, it, it, oh, that's oh, too, oh, that's, wait, wait, wait. That's twofold as well. Huh? I already know. I already, I already know in that, in, that, in that injury situation, I already know why you weren't particularly upset and I wasn't particularly upset. Like, no, we hope Carson Wentz is okay. But I already kind of know where you're about to go. Come on, man. 
<laughs> no, 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 because no, because that's twofold as well. Because okay, I, I would like to to see him finish the game and see mm-hmm. if he could pull some of the magic that he's pulled for the last four weeks. No doubt about that whatsoever. My my kind of beef, if there is one, is with the people who were just basically screaming for a flat, like it wasn't even penalized. Okay, it wasn't, and that's not fair. But I'm like, okay, if it is penalized, then Josh McCown is still your quarterback. Carson Wentz is still <laughs> he's still sitting in the locker room thinking he in the Batmobile. Um, so so we get the penalty. What it might move us up close enough to get an extra field goal. <laughs> we lose by five instead of eight. Like I mean, you never know what happens because different things lead to different things in a in a you know a game like football. But it, when when you can say in the same breath it should have been penalized and you never know what's going to happen, you know that kind of stuff. Like I said, unless it doesn't happen altogether, that's the only way that we're seeing Carson Wentz finish that game. The fact that it happened, a penalty is not really going to help you. So for me, like I wasn't sitting back dwelling on the fact for too long that there wasn't a penalty, even though the argument could be made if he gets ejected, maybe, just maybe, the offense could do a little bit more because he made some big plays, you know, late in that game that stopped yeah. some drives that we were. But, but you know, I'm, I'm coming from a place where, you know, I, I, I have to see it to believe it. I just didn't really think any of those drives were going to finish off in touchdowns, and none of them did. So there's no proof that, you know, had he been ejected, had he been penalized, that anything was going to change. The only reason, the only way that anything in that game may have gone differently is if it never happened in the first place. It happened. Yeah. Carson, the Carson Eagles' best player it, it, out of the game, hey, he's probably a folk hero a, in, in his locker room. <laughs> it's a toss-up as to uh, which one of those trash teams advances to get thrashed uh, the following uh, in the following game. Um, I, I, I'm concerned about Carson's health only. You know, this is one of those seasons where we backed into the playoffs. Carson played great. But quite honestly, what are we doing in the playoffs? And who are we doing it against? We wasn't doing that. So, I mean, I hope he's healthy. I I mean, like I said going in, we had the best possible matchup that we could have picked out of the hat. The only team I think we had a chance to beat (laughs) in the first round. And, you know. That's how they like to play. They mucked it up. Like I said, it was the exact same score from the regular season contest, seventeen to eight. So it's not like their offense could garner much either, except for the fact that when they needed something, Russell Wilson and the offense always delivered. Third and long, they killed the Eagles. Like, and in the last drive, when the Eagles were you know down to their last three timeouts. Stop them the first two plays, third and long. They get it when they have to have it. Game over. Like it's not pretty, but it works. Let's uh let's go to the phone line. We got the homie Rob from Cali. I'm on the line. I'm pretty sure you want to spit a couple bars about uh, this situation. Rob, what's going on, man? What's up, y'all? How y'all doing, man? Pretty pretty good. Mm. Did doing, you think the, the cloudy yeah. hit was dirty? Or did you think it was just a part of football? It was over. 
when I when that hit happened, yes, it was dirty. I think he is a dirty player. I don't have evidence to prove that he's dirty, a dirty player. But you know what? He's dirty to me. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? He's dirty. Um, I think I knew it was over. I just had a dull look on my face the whole time they were playing. I just, I just no respect to Josh McCown, but I knew it was over. It was different than your normal look. Huh? Yeah, and the thing is, Josh McCown gave it everything he had. You know what I'm saying? For a while, like I'm sitting here, something like like O'Head need to stop running because he's gonna snap his hamstring. A couple of plays later, he holding on to his hamstring, and when we need it, he can't muster it because he done already snapped his old ass hamstring. But he he left it all out in the field. You know, no no beef with him whatsoever. He got thrown into a situation he didn't expect to get thrown in. He he damn near almost didn't last. We almost had Greg Ward playing quarterback in a in a playoff game. Um, I, I kind of wanted to see it. Greg Ward been magical over the last four weeks. Maybe he would have pulled something out of his hat, but oh, who knows? I wanted Greg Ward to go in at quarterback. So moving I, forward, Rob, I mean, I not the people, not at least not yet, not the people that you called for to get fired having, but the offensive coordinator, Grow, he's gone, and the he wide receivers coach. There. Is he gone. It's kind of shame. There. It's kind of a shame that the wide receivers coach got fired. Like, what did no, he do no, wrong? No, it's not. No, it's <laughs> like, like, what did he, know he what did, did wrong? What did he, he do he wrong? wrong? He was born. He's supposed, That's to, what he did he's wrong. supposed to keep them. He's not a doctor. He's a he's a coach. What is he supposed he's to coach. do about Deshaun getting hurt? Uh, what Aguilar is he supposed to do about Alshon getting hurt? Like, what is he supposed to do about death, 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 death? We are not. How come? It's 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 just like um, y'all people should look at the interview with Dante Whitner when he's talking about um he he was criticizing the Redskins, but he was criticizing the coaching. He said they don't people don't know how to develop players anymore. Some of these coaches just get their jobs because they have a friend. You right. know these wide receivers should already be developed. What players? Our whole wide players? receiving core Anybody got injured for the season. What it players? If 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 play. player nineteen, player sixteen, if they haven't stepped up for the last three weeks, I don't know who has. So they I think he deserves some somebody. extra props they for these dudes that we don't even know coming in and helping out, helping us back into the playoffs. Like you just one of those fans. Anything goes wrong, you just want people to lose their jobs. You're not even trying to look into what's really they good. Want, they want. They were they they were playing better than Nelson Aguilar. That one dude, I, I think there was this one play that was called back. Where I think it was, uh, I think his name was. Jamie. So if you got practice squads dudes playing better than a starter, how does he get fired? How does that how does that support your logic your logic that you agree with the wide receivers coach getting fired? You just told us that practice squads dudes play better than there. a starter. So should he not get any credit for developing the backups? Backups should he not? By your Doug logic, that make Doug up your mind. Doug should get that credit. Here's the thing. Here, here's the thing. Mike Goff is a great wide receiver coach. He was wide receiver coach last year. They shouldn't. He should never got that job. They should have gave that job to Deuce. Deuce is good. I don't give a damn what anybody <laughs> says. Yes, he was a running back coach, but look at the running backs he coached. LaShawn so McCoy you're saying did, Deuce should have really got good. the wide receivers coaching job? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, Rob? No, I'm talking about we... Mike Goff should never been there. You're not listening. Mike Goff should never. You talking been about Mike Grow, the Gros, offensive coordinator? Mike, 
So you're yeah. arguing with me about your t- time out. You're arguing with me about two different coaches. We just had a five minute argument about wide receivers coaches. You said the wide receiver coach, yes, should have got fired. We haven't even addressed Mike Grow yet. He, 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 because he I don't disagree with Mike Grow losing his job. The offense was trash when it was at full speed. But you said you also agree with the wide receivers coach. He's not developing players. How does the wide receivers coach who doesn't have any wide receivers get fired? How is that his fault? We haven't even – so you talking about two different coaches. Mike Rowe don't coach the wide receivers, bro. He used we didn't to get coach to the wide yet. receivers. He used to coach so I'm asking you, receivers. why should the wide receivers coach get fired? To me, to, 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 to me – I, to me, he's not even relevant right now. I, I don't, I don't. You know what? He got. You know what? He should never have been there in the first place. To be honest, he should never have been there. He should never have been there. They should have kept. Right. They should have kept Mike Rose at that position. Hey, now, Mike, hey, right? Why you keep talking about Mike Rose though? When you going when, when you? I asked you about the wide receivers coach. Uh, Do you know so, who the so, wide receivers coach is? Man, 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 I got a lot of going through my head because I'm gonna talk talk about the Iran thing. I got folk. I, I got I got better. All right, move on, move on, brother, move on. All right, go ahead, yeah, because yeah, no, 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 ain't going well for you. But, so. but but with the Eagles, but 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 the death, the death, the death, the death. Okay, other than the wide receivers, which we know it's injuries, but the secondary, actually, 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 Devin the and Evan the actually, all y'all, all y'all with the DBs. How, especially be awesome because I know you're a skills guy, analytic skills guy. How could you sit there and say that the the detriment of the DBs or or, or even the explosive uh, unexplosiveness of the skilled players is not the coach's fault? How are you going to sit there and say that? When because you at what point are you going to blame the GM when coaches get fired? It's usually a cop out because the GM didn't give them any damn talent to begin with. But how he ain't gonna fire himself, is he? Right. No. Right. So he's gonna blame it on some position coaches. He's gonna get some some of these coordinators out of here. And you agree with that kind of stuff. It's excuses. You know like what DB did we have that was supposed to be good? Tell me that. Besides besides the ones Howie told you was gonna be good when he drafted them. Sidney Jones. Who was, who was supposed to be good, but I saw Doug nah. was a, a, a good talent. Jaylen Dude, Mills you're making trash. stuff up now. Darby is trash. Because you know what? Because you know, you're going to go down the list and say all of them are supposed to be talent. Sidney Jones had the biggest upside out of everybody. That's He's it. the one that they were excited yeah. about. But why were you no, excited Darby. about Sidney Jones? Because Howie drafted him and told you to be excited about him. Sidney Jones was drafted injured. Sidney Jones he he was drafted. He, he was drafted. He was drafted. He was definitely drafted injured. Darby right, is a, like, Darby is a throw. Darby is a throw. Darby's really a throwaway who's overachieving. Um, who's the starter bull? Number number forty one converted to tw- came from Buffalo. Darby. That's Darby. That's Darby. Darby. Darby, Darby is not a throw. I'm Buffalo, sorry, but I think we Doug, Douglas. Douglas. Douglas is the throwaway. Darby is actually injured, but even when he's not injured, he's a guy that should be a number two or a number three, and he'll thrive. As a number he one, he gets targeted uh-uh. all the time. As a number one, he gets targeted he because I, he I don't know. He ain't he ain't the boy that the boy that dyes his hair green. He should be on the practice squad. 
He knows I'm he just should thinking, be like, do you ball. ever have any other answers but fire this coach, fire that coach? How about get rid of some of these trash-ass players? How about that? No, I, I, yo, I, I, you ain't gonna I, I, never, never hold Howie Roseman accountable for any of this. It's always I, the coaches. I, I, I would say both. I would say both because I, I do agree. I, I do agree with that, that concept. Like, yes. But then, like, with like, no like, proof, like, yes. you believe that Deuce is Bill Belichick. <laughs> no proof. It's like, no. dude, coach running back. Dude, we know he coaches we running back. He coach running back <laughs> in a league that don't give a shit about running backs no more. Are you kidding? Like, how we know he Belichick? I hope he get a. a I, hope, I hope dude why gets a chance. Why do we win a Super Bowl, Dan? Why do we win a Super Bowl? Not because of dudes. Super Bowl. Because we kicked everybody because we had that a good year. Running game. We had a. We Wait. Had so we we won the we won the Super Bowl because of running backs. We Bro, I'm about to bang on you guys. I'm about to bang on you guys. Wait, the wait, the 2017 Philadelphia Eagles won the Super Bowl because of running backs. We had the best okay, name me a thousand yard back that from year. that team. Name me a thousand, a thousand yard back. back. Name me one the of those. Russian attack. That's how good our Russian attack is because we had two. We shared the bread. We had two running backs running up and up the gut with two dreadlock towers. How many activated. yards they rush for in the Super Bowl? Oh, God. <laughs> Where they lighting that shit up in the air? <laughs> All right, you it said was, you had something about the Rams, man. Because it forced, you don't know it much about the Eagles. It, it forces <laughs> oh, you see, y'all, you see, that's how do you do that? How do you do? How do you insult a brother's intelligence? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to drop stuff, man. Come oh on, man. God. What intelligence? What intelligence, bro? Don't listen to Philly sports radio. We soft. You, you, you listen to that and probably leave there like in shock. <laughs> what are you talking about? What Philly Sports Radio? What the hell? I'm telling you to go listen to that. You hear how how Philly Sports Radio really talk to people. We don't say anything to you that's out of line and you all offended. Oh my God, you insult my intelligence. You're insulting your own intelligence saying that stuff you're saying. You sitting here acting. You sitting here. You just told us that the 27 Philadelphia Eagles won the Super Bowl because of running backs. A so that's why. Deuce, and then you want Deuce. And you want Deuce to be a head coach. A, a coordinator. Uh, a, he's already assistant head coach, by the way. The office okay, but they the, the, they picked up good running backs that complemented each other. They had like a four headed monster. So so Deuce did that. See, and that's the thing. He I ain't trying to crap on Deuce, but you sitting there like, okay, like tell me exactly what he did. He helped develop running backs, whether it be Lashawn McCoy, whether it be. Polish and Darren Sproles a little bit, put him in the white. Yo, we got to go, man. He helped develop Darren Sproles. He helped develop (laughs) Darren Sproles. Okay, okay. Darren Sproles was only five years old when he joined the Eagles. He helped develop Darren Sproles and Deuce game. Darren Sproles was in the league when Deuce was playing. What are you (laughs) doing? He was a pro bowler before he got to the Eagles. Let's, uh, 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 Blunt was a Super Bowl winning running back before he got to the Eagles. All right, talk about our ran, Rob. I ran because we're running out of this conversation. What's the next topic, man? We didn't go to the wide receivers to to, to, to who we're supposed to get. I ran, brother. Okay, okay. I I, I got a lot of my – get a lot of people on my social media all because I picked – not picked, but all because I said instead of praying for the troops, pray for peace. 
and all these all, all, all my friends who I know are military personnel, they all got mad. What you expect them to I, do? Of course right? they did. I'm about and to I'm say I don't I don't necessarily disagree with you, but when you voice hey, that out loud, what do you expect troops? You know, what do you expect military to do? They're going to take like it I, personal, Rob, because they've been over there. And, and it's like I told people, and, and, and they got mad, and they got mad because I said this is true. Mil- uh, the military to me is, is is voluntary slavery. Like like when people when I when I was when, when people were people no it's true because once you join, <laughs> Yo, Rob, you take stuff too far, man. Come on, man. Rob, Rob, no, you know no, what? It's, it's no, funny. No. It's funny. It's funny too, Rob, because it's not even like we disagree, but you don't provide enough context and explanation. <laughs> for people to really, you saying why like they're getting mad at you? That's what we're that's what we're telling you. Like we don't necessarily disagree with you, but like the way you're putting that, like because you're telling me, I've seen, I've seen the post, I've seen you arguing with the homie to buy, I've seen all of that stuff. Like the way you put things and the context that you leave out, they're going to get mad, right? Like these people, and I, and I whether and, and whether I'm we gonna, like the reasons the or not. Like their life is on the line every time, so they're just looking yeah, at it yeah, from that yeah. perspective. They can't bro, bro, like when, record, when 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 they're idiot record, leaders, bro, I, and I am saying leaders with an S, because I'm not just talking about Trump, I'm talking about every president who's ever sat in the Oval Office. When their leaders send them in harm's way for some personal vendetta or some greedy reason, they can't just say no, right? <laughs> like they they can't say nah. I ain't going. But no, but but I, I don't necessarily agree with like voluntary slavery. That that's a bit harsh, B. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Jimmy, for distinguishing that. Clarify that. Like we ain't no, talking it's, about it's that. It's not true. It's not. It's true. A lot of times people vote for the opportunity yeah, because, that provides them. Man, it's not voluntary slavery. But, but I mean, but, I can but, make the same argument for going to college. That's voluntary slavery because you can slave to death for most of your life. There's a difference between being in debt and then and then if you know if you don't go off to fight the war you go to prison you know what I'm saying so that's labor itself so so I mean to, to, listen to man me. but Rob you can't it's not like people in our day and age has been are getting drafted Be, because so if you join if you join voluntarily you can't say nah when something jump off like you can't just get in and be like all right. Like you don't know that there's a chance that you might be in combat one day, so so you can't get in and get all the perks of the military, and then a conflict jumps off, and you're like, oh no, I'm not going over there. I just got in here to get you know money for school. Like it don't work I that way. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't support any any military conquest. I mean that that that's that's just how I feel. Like you know, and I you don't have to. You don't have to. But what but what these that. but what these people are talking to you about, you don't have to support the the reasoning behind what they have to do. They're just trying not to be disrespected on a personal level because they have to do it. Like you gotta understand the distinction between that. You don't have to support what they're doing, but you also can't disrespect them like, you know, I don't know what you're saying, but just for instance, if somebody was like, "Man, f everybody in the military because of what they're doing." No, you know, no, they, no. They, I, 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 I didn't take it that far. I didn't take it that far. I just said I'm just not. You wanted to though. They, they might take the slavery no, comment as no, saying that. Double talking, <laughs> double talking, be awesome, ass man, man, stop, stop, man. Like, no, I, I didn't, I, I didn't, I didn't go there. Like, 
I understand that, but I, I'm just trying to tell people that look, think about the other side. For instance, I had a friend who who had the Levi rats, you know, when she was, when, when basically when when before the invasion came and became a refugee and went to Australia. So it's like, you know, think think about how you know how you think that person feels about U.S. troops, like. Come on now, like Yo, pe- Rob, people had to think Rob, about the other opposition. Like, it... no, I mean, you said people have to. No, they don't. That's the one thing. That's the one thing. Second thing is this, though, right? Um, I was dead serious when I said about being in debt, man. And, and and just because you said debt's not slavery, let me tell you something. It was no. it was Andrew Jackson who said a man that goes into debt becomes a slave. And you know the crazy thing about Andrew Jackson saying that, Rob? Andrew Jackson had real slaves. <laughs> he owned slaves. <laughs> he owned slaves. <laughs> you the same with this debt that you owe. You the same as my niggas. <laughs> Yo. 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 It's a family program. All I'm saying is. Andrew Jackson to stop owning slaves. All I'm saying is debt is a form of slavery, man. But. And you say they they should care about you can't tell people who to care about, man. I, yeah, I, I, don't, right. I, I, I know. That, right, I'm I talking about that. I feel like I feel like I feel like Navi and every month. <laughs> Listen, you I talking mean, about you, you I, should care about like Give me that money, boy. People to care about other people, man. Like some people are some people are, are, are brainwashed by this country so much they don't care about no other country or their people. You can't tell them. The fact of the matter is, I don't have to care about anybody. I'm not talking about myself because my, my oh, opinions Lord. are my opinions. But but you can't force your opinion on somebody, Rob. Uh, yo, Rob, put it put it this I, way, I, Rob. I understand. I, I, I'll put it I, this way. I'll put it this way before we gotta go because we gotta go, man. We've been on the line for like 20 minutes, man. It's too much for one call. But look, if I can help it, because you know people grow up and make their own decisions. If I can help it. No child of mine will ever join the military, ever, if I can help it. But at the same time, it's not like I can't, you know, I can't respect a troop when I see him and bless him and whatever you got to do because you do know. I mean, there's a lot of people in there like Jimmy. There's a lot of people in there that's brainwashed, and they're G.I. Joe gung-ho about whoever they got to kill and why they got to do it. But it's a lot of people in there that's just following orders because they don't really have a choice. Once yeah, you get in, so you got to, you know. Honestly, right? You got to. And honestly, I come from a family where my grandfather was, was, was in the military, my father as well as my uncle. But they, they made those sacrifices so I could go to college and didn't have to do that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so at the end of the day, and, and I'm not I'm – not, like you can have your belief, Rob, but you can't expect other people to have your belief. Some people Rob, like that. Oh, Hove did that, so hopefully you ain't had to go through that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Rob, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this. What you what you're doing is you're mistaking institution, culture, and individual people, right? So you your political views may be similar to mine pertaining to the institution and pertaining to the culture, but you have to allow for the individual in understanding their circumstances and the context surrounding their lives. There are people that come from, example, 
not to poop on Flint, Michigan, but we're going to use Flint, Michigan. They're below the poverty line. The military is their only way out, and they may or may not have knowledge of self and an understanding of why they should not serve that institution and that culture and what that means. That's a positive way out. So there's men and women in the military. They honestly, I'm not, you know, and it's not a shot. at They don't know any better. And you have to allow for that. There are people that genuinely believe that they're actually fighting for freedom and fighting for, mm, it may not be much of an excuse to believe that in 2020, but There have been times throughout history where people were fighting for something and they didn't realize that it wasn't really the agenda of the leadership that they fought for. They're genuinely trying to do the right thing. But but then on on the other hand, you have people who use that as a way to get ahead and who have done so, used it to go to college, who've used it to put their family in a better position. So, like, my whole thing is food on on everything. And, and, and shout out to Tobias, who, people like Tobias who do it so they can date white women. Like you have people with all sorts of things in life, the one that's going to the military. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, but so you can't, you can't, but you can't pick on everybody, man. Right? You gotta, you gotta understand that people have their own reasons, man. And shout out to my brother Tobias. You know it's all love, good brother. But you know what it is. Um, <laughs> it, it, but um, it is. I know it's called the comedy, but I know it was reasons, like man. that. But, but, but. You know, I do. I I do. Again, I want to touch. I want to touch on this because people forget. And I want to touch one more thing before I go, because I know. Because I, I know there's other callers. People forget that when I, when I wrote, I I, I call for protests of people of all branches, no matter if they're military, no matter if they're on the military, against against just going to war. That's why I call for. I I I I didn't just you know. To just go crapping uh, on the whole idea. I, and, I, I and, feel you, Rob. I'm just, is it, and, and this is just advice. Like, you're grown. You can do what you want. We're just saying, you know what I'm saying, if you feel a certain way, then, like B. Austin said, maybe just direct your vitriol at the institution and not necessarily the individuals. Because they see you say that, of course they're going to get mad at you if if you bring it down to an individual level. We got to roll, man. Those, 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 so we we got to let you next week. Rob, 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 Rob. Just, just keep listening, though. Jimmy going to say something, but we holler at you next week. Rob, Go, you I got him. tell you, you those, those soldiers are the reason you're able to go online and slap those soldiers. What's the ill? How, how ill is that? <laughs> <laughs> they fighting for your freedoms, man. Freedom isn't free. It's a free I can't even front on how much I hate that damn saying. We're fighting for your freedoms. All right, man. All right. Freedom isn't free. It's a hefty F and T. Then hand me some of that free oil. Like, come on, man. Um, <laughs> but shout out to everybody who got to put their life on the line, man. Like I said, for me, it ain't about you. <laughs> it's about Yo, your man. leaders. <laughs> Yo, man, it ain't about you, man, but we're, word up, man. Shout out Atre Gangster Crip and shout out to the South Side man. See right, man. We, we supposed to have um oh. Fred on like fifteen minutes ago. Yo, Rob is a whole segment. <laughs> and then still be getting mad at us when we gotta go and we just cut the call. Dude. Unintentionally. That's why, so. that's why I told him, listen to like he think like something harsh going on here. Dude, call Howard Eskin. He'd have cut you off. 45 seconds into the conversation. He would have cursed that. He would have called you, you, called you names. <laughs> he would have called you all kinds of idiots. Like, yo, this is this is 
this this ain't harsh, man. All right, let's let's real quick, Fred. I know you're waiting, man. Let's get Tobias on because I know he want to say something, and he's gonna be mad that his time got to get cut short because of Rob. But Tobias, what's the, what's, what's going on, man? Good lord, man! <laughs> you talking about going in circles there? But anyway, Cause man, we be we try to cut Rob off, and then he'll switch the subject, and then there's a button called we'll hang up. So... <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you gotta make it a second decision. Sounds Trump, but um, but here's the thing. <laughs> but here's the thing. He'll switch it to a a, a, a interesting topic. He, Rob know what he's doing. Oh, oh, you know what? I'm not, I don't really argue with Rob about that, but it's like, here's the thing, and I think Rob doesn't get it, is that I'm talking about black folks here. Not the white people, black folks. Eight out of ten did it because they ain't got no other option. That was including me. It wasn't about no patriotism. And you got to play the game because if you get a dishonorable or even maybe a general discharge, you won't you won't get that VA loan or that GI Bill money and stuff like that where you can pass on your GI Bill to your kids. You're the white now, and so uh, so 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 you got to play the game because I used to I used to be a recruiter, right? You have, you go to the hood. You ain't recruiting nobody out the burbs. They don't need it because you got to say got you it. go you go to where people think they don't have other options. In the option to recruit. Yeah. And so it's like you either sling crack rock, you got a wicked jump shot, or you spray so in the AR-15. Like he is one. Listen, man, you go, you That's go the to the third option. Occupational, you go to people's occupational option of getting blow some hoes. Um, and, 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 the, and the fact of the matter is, I know some people who that was actually the greatest thing they did was join the military. That's why I said like. You you can't just like you know with a broad stroke just say some of the stuff Rob says, man. I know people right now who are sitting on a lot of bread, and it's because they made the decision to go to the military and not saddle themselves with six figures of debt. You know what I mean? Like and you know what? People, no. Here's, here's the thing, also, and I had touched on. Sports I know boys that ain't too bright sitting on a lot of bread because they went to the military. Yeah, exactly. And I, exactly. And I say, <laughs> and I, and I, and I, you know, never mind. You know, I gotta say this before I touch on sports real quick. One, if you're a civilian working at Lockheed Martin, you're still working for the establishment. Are you feeling those jets and those, like, that? And I mean, yeah, you you're feeling those weapons. You're a civilian anyway. You still doing... mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's a broad stroke. But also, like with me, they're paying – I use my GI Bill to pay for the cybersecurity certificate. I'm going to sit on a lot of money. And my now girlfriend going to see me balling with some other chick. Tell y'all about that offline. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, – you know, but uh, about sports, right? I know y'all people talk about Rob makes about the Eagles. Here's the thing: if the Dallas Cowboys are underachieved, the Eagles weren't supposed to be there with all those injuries they had. To be honest, yeah, Dallas Dallas and supposed what, to be twelve and four. We ain't supposed to be nowhere yeah. near a playoffs. But here's the thing: Carson Wentz impressed me a lot this year, the way he did with those lack of receivers. That he may not want yeah. a Super Bowl, but he really showed me a lot. And I think that was the thing. But they, they but they gonna need a backup quarterback because he he has injuries. But you still gotta roll with the guy in those receivers. It's like, dude, what do you want the coach to do? <laughs> he got us out there running around. That's what I'm saying. Like, I understand. I, I, I definitely understand the the offensive coordinator getting fired because nobody really wanted him in the first place. They were just, you know, Frank Reich left. So they like, man, he was on his staff, just giving the job. Um, but like, okay, you fire him because the offense 
underachieve even before all the inj- the injuries hit. But it's like the wide receiver coach, like really? <laughs> Why what he gonna do? Yeah, <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> you know what? It's like one thing. Like uh, there's a guy I keep an eye on, Prashad Perriman of Tampa. He came on late half of the year. He's a speed threat. Maybe somebody you guys could have because I don't think Tampa can afford him. But I know a lot so of people talk about he, he from he yeah. used to play for Washington. No, nah, he used to play for Baltimore and Cleveland. He he was okay. on his some guy somehow a guy on his third who on his third team and Ricky Fields could run fast. He's finally playing good, but um, oh okay. I no, people, I was I know who I was talking about. I, was, I think I was talking about um, yeah yeah that's somebody else that's somebody else. But but you know everybody talking about these like the black coaches not getting hired and stuff. And it's like my dad, he keeps a tally on when they fired a good black coach to hire the mediocre white coach, and they don't do no better. Like Jimbo Fish ain't did no better than Sumlin. Matt Patricia did worse than um, Jim Caldwell <laughs> in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and it's like, it's like my thing is, and this is where I think well, like people like Rob miss on, was that we don't have that wealth structure where we could have bought a Pittsburgh still of $4,300 like they did back in the day the Rooney family did way back when. Mm-hmm. We didn't have the $4,300 then, and we know why. So we could hire our own who in turn could hire their own and put them on. That's why I all respect Tony Dungy. Look at how many black coaches that was on his, in history love me. Tony Dungy looked out. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. And, and, and that's what we need also with those black coaches when they get hired. But give them a shot because I keep hearing, like, for example, and I'm going to switch to – I'm kind of jumping sports basketball. They keep talking about like Michael Jordan, right? He hired these unqualified black people. Damn it. He gave them a shot. <laughs> hell, the Chicago Bulls got Garth Foreman and John Paxson 15 years. What the hell they did? Uh, they aren't qualified to keep a job. Uh, you know, because, so – You said that. It, it goes throughout all levels, though. It goes to ownership. It goes to executives. GM. One, there's one black GM in the entire NFL. And he hired a black guy. Coaches. He hired a black coach. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so it's like, so it, it goes above that, man. Like, and you're right. We didn't have the money to buy those franchises. Thing is, we control, we control black bodies. We have all the talent, but we don't have any. Yeah. Was the premise we, of that whole we, forty million dollars play? Really, if we really want to get deep, which which we don't have time for, this is the reason why. Thanks, Rob. This is the reason why desegregation wasn't even a big deal for us. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, 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 the lines and the culture is already established. They know their place. Uh, and, and I say and this last thing before I, before I run, because I know y'all can get the Fred and everything. And thanks, Fred, for being patient, man. I know, uh, and like people talking about the running game and stuff, like the passing league. The running game is not dead because it controls the game. And it's like, like last week with the Titans. Tannehill did jack squat last Saturday night. But uh, I don't think he threw for 100 yards. But Derrick Henry controlled the game. And plus the Titans defense showed up. And there was a stat saying most of the best rushing teams made the playoffs. And the top yeah, half of the teams sure. made the playoffs. It damn <laughs> sure ain't dead. It damn sure ain't dead. But it also damn sure ain't, you know, the primary reason that the Philadelphia Eagles won the Super Bowl two years ago. It wasn't, man. And, and, like and, you he know skipped what? over and, and, a whole lot of stuff. And, and it's not even that because I'm not saying – because it was one of the reasons. They, you know, like I said, they had like a four-headed monster at running back. They threw a lot out of the backfield. It's just this push. 
And if people would just go ahead and say it, like, yo, I want Deuce to get a job because he's black and he's been on the staff. But don't, you know, like, it's a lot of – it's not just right. It's a lot of Eagles fans that's beating people in the head about how great of a coach Deuce, <laughs> Deuce is. I'm like, how the hell do y'all know how good of a coach a running back coach is? They don't get a chance to shine. So how the hell do you know yo. how good of a coach a running back's coach is? You bump him up. Like, what Deuce is an OC is he might flame out. We have no clue. Because he's black. I ain't going to say Yo, anything because he's said, Bill Belichick. I want Deuce I want to get Deuce. a job because he's black. I'm just going to put I, it out there. I want Deuce to get a job because he's black. Not because I think he's Bill Belichick. Because but I have no what clue what Deuce does. I think Fred made the um, – not Fred. I apologize, Tobias. I didn't mean to call you. But I think with Tobias, the point you made a couple minutes ago was uh, an excellent point. Because let's let's keep it at Deuce, right? If Deuce gets put in the position of power, what's he going to do with it? It's like the equivalent of, you know, people always say support black business. But if you give your money to a black business and they're not hiring black folks or putting money back, what did you really do? Um, and that's mm-hmm. how coaches that's how coaches and GMs have to approach it too. We already talked about Tony Dungy and impact because most of the he guys that got well on after too. the fact. He, yeah, he put a lot of people. Most of the guys Coach that Dunny got a put a lot of people. Fact, he did his yep. thing with his All of the guys that got it, it's like, yo, and, and also Denny Green, Denny Green, because he, um, I mean, didn't Dungey come from Denny Green? I'm, I, I'm trying to think which one came from the other, but yeah, Denny yeah, Green. Yeah, um, Dungey came from Denny too. Green. Yeah, Dungey was on his defensive yeah. coordinator. I remember that, yeah. And yeah, Dungey yeah, had so Denny Green, like, yeah. but, but it, all, it all goes back to that, that one guy getting opportunity and putting other people on. So, you know, it's the same thing. Like, I want Deuce to get it, but if Deuce gets it, I want Deuce to just to give other people out. Because it's all about opportunity, right. man. Because even if he gets, like, an OC can... position, like, okay, his running backs coach, his receivers coach, all them dudes, he got, you know, he could put some people on if they give him that you power. You can't tell me that we can't coach. Like, that whole thing of, like, we – like, listen, we we already taken over the quarterback position. We've taken that over. Like, in – you can't tell me that we can't coach. We play the game at the highest levels, whether in, at every position. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't tell me that we can't coach and we can't motivate other men. Like, it's, it's BS. Look, well, hold up, because this was the next topic anyway. I'm going a, I'm to a bring Fred on to get in on this topic, and then he can give us a quick preview of the national championship game, and then we'll do our NFL awards. Fred. I'm, Fred like, <laughs> we, we, we got Fred Purdue on with us from Fred, like, uh, Locked like On Maga, so. Kane's podcast. He's going to talk Maga. a little NFL with us <laughs> and a little college football. All right. So, so go, keep going, Jimmy. My bad. I just had to introduce Fred. I was just saying, I was just saying, considering Fred roots for the MAGA team, he probably don't want no black guys to get opportunity. Like, Fred, like, <laughs> Fred, like, keep smiling. Yeah, Fred, Fred, as soon as you get on, Jimmy killing you. <laughs> Fred said, give us some more, give us some more white expatriate players. <laughs> Fred, you there? I was friends. See, friends. Now he ain't even yeah. mess with us. Hey, he I got to run, though, but I'll say this. Hey, I got to <laughs> run, but I'll say thanks for taking my call as usual. And I got to eat. Hey, and look, my worst nightmare is Alabama fan. We got uh, televangelist Billy Graham, Light Dabo Swinney over there on one side, and the Cookie Monster, Air Ogeron on the other. Uh, you know, but uh, it does start the Cookie Monster when he talks, by the way. But hey, but you guys have a great weekend, fellas. You guys take it easy, man. All right, you too, yes, man. Sir. Hey. <laughs> And I just want to say, um, a Fred drops. So, all right, Fred, call back in. So let's 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 continue that though, Yo, because real quick though, Dan, um, I just want to make a statement mm-hmm. that, that is as a, as an Alabama fan, Tobias, your worst nightmare to be going to a game 
and leaving when it's dark out and having to go home by yourself. But that's either here or there. <laughs> Get over here, right, boy. So, boy, what you doing, so yeah, boy? What you doing in this neighborhood? So it it has, of course, is you know disproportionate the the rate at which the uh, NFL is hiring um, black head coaches. Um, we had three teams hire coaches this week, and a lot of them did it pretty quickly. Um, I'm pretty sure they got their little Rooney Rule um, candidates out of the way. I don't even know if Jerry Jones did that. Jerry Jones probably said, F your Rooney Rule, I'll do what I want. But um, the Dallas Cowboys, the New York Giants, uh, before that the Washington Redskins, I don't even say that word, but they all hired uh, a head coach. The Carolina Panthers hired a head coach. And the only minority head coach in all of that was hired by Washington, um, but none of the head coaches hired in this past week were were black. And I have a stat here. I think in the last three seasons, 19 head coaches have been hired, and only three of those head coaches, um, four of those head coaches were minorities, and I think Two of them were black, Anthony Lynn for the Chargers, and um, wait, that might actually be it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Blacks have been hired for two Miami. of the 19 opening open head okay. coaching spots over the last three years, um, and there are only four minority head coaches in the league, period. So that's Ron Rivera in Washington, Anthony Lynn in Los Angeles, Brian Flores in Miami, and Mike Tomlin in Pittsburgh. Um, I think in that three, they're counting um, the Cardinals coach who they fired after one season. So there's only two black head coaches in the NFL right now, but 80% of the league are minorities with most of those minorities, quote-unquote minorities, being black people. So this is the the power structure that Jimmy was talking about. Uh, Let me get Fred back on. Fred, you there? Fellas, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Yes, make make America great again. again. Make Belichick great again. Again, we have Fred Perdue with us from the Locked On Canes podcast from the Locked On (laughs) Network. Um, Fred, before we talk about college, we're talking a little bit about the whole um, coaching hires in the NFL and how, you know, over the last week, uh, a lot of reports are saying that the black candidates are getting a little bit frustrated because um, they're simply not getting hired. Like the Rooney Rule was established in 2003. Um, I think a lot of people really didn't understand the Rooney Rule because, you know, there were a lot of people saying, well, this is good for the game because – but then when you hear them say why, they're saying, you know, because they, they it makes them hire. No, it doesn't make anybody hire anybody. With the Rooney Rule, all you're required to do is interview a quote-unquote minority candidate. Now, even in the early stages, people would look at that and say, well, that's good because these guys are getting in front of GMs and owners that they wouldn't have gotten in front of before, and even if they don't get the jobs, then maybe their name starts circulating down the line for other stuff. Like I never really bought that. Been circulating already? Okay. Yeah, I'm about to say, I never really bought that whole thing. But um, yeah, uh, Eric Bieniemy somehow has become the face of this year's uh, 
Coach is so white <laughs> to take something from the, the hashtag from the Oscars. Um, coaching hire so white in the NFL um, because he is the offensive coordinator of one of the most explosive offensive in the league, offenses in the league with the Kansas City Chiefs. But like, what do you guys think? Do you think it just has something to do with him being black, or do people? Because I think sometimes when you have a coach and you're an offensive coordinator or a defensive coordinator and your head coach is known for whatever you do, I think sometimes that takes away from what people may think of you. So if you're Andy Reid's offensive coordinator, I don't think a lot of people out there are believing that it's you making the offense what it is. Do y'all think there's any merit to that? Well, can I, can, I, can, can I jump in real quick and tell you, Eric enemy isn't a play caller. He's just the offensive coordinator. He's just the consultant. Right. And quite honestly, Andy Reid's calling those plays. So that's where you get – and that's where when you have a black coordinator offensively or defensively, are they calling the plays? Brian Flores. They're not giving them play. the kind of responsibilities that people would yeah. trust saying, like, he did that. And Jimmy brought up Brian Peterson. Didn't call I still don't think Peterson gets a job anywhere but Philly, though. Because yeah. he's been I there. Not, he, he's been a coach in Philly. He's been a quarterback I in Philly. Saying. I still don't even think Peterson gets a job anywhere else. And a head coaching job how anywhere many, else. How many, Philly. How many, how many he's going to get retread now when he gets fired, but I don't think many, he would have got that. How many white offensive coordinators that, uh, that were coaches under Andy Reid have gotten jobs? Like guys that have held that same position, but they're white. It's, it's more than one. It's more than Peterson. Oh, yeah. The, he the, just the came to mind and said, yeah, so, so no, I, I, is like, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, know, that's it, why I'm I'm asking you guys your opinion. Like, do you think it's, it's no? I, and, and I'm and I'm saying that because the way because they're black, or do you think like it's because like, you said he's not calling plays? He's just a consultant. I mean, well, so were all the white guys that were uh, offensive coordinators yeah, and Andy Reid. They were and I get it. Quote unquote, I get consultants it. too. It didn't affect them. You, you know, you know what? You're, you know, you know what? I, I look at I look at this as the pendulum effect. Um, and what I mean by that is there was a time where there was a conscious movement to slight us. Your value as black men is get out there, run, jump, catch. And that's still very much a component of the way American society sees us, especially in the sport of of, of football. But I think at this point, the push to keep us out has subsided, but the damage is done so it's not good enough to just say, as as some folks would say, I don't see color. I only see the human being. No, you can't say that because the damage is done. So you better see color and you better promote something that fixes the damage that's already been done. So I don't think there's a conscious or cognizant move on, on a lot of people. I'd say even most people's part to freeze us out. I just say there's not a conscious effort to help us either and the damage is already done so a conscious effort needs to be made and it needs to be more than the Rooney rule because the Rooney rule is just token like you said a guy like Jerry yeah. Jones is like take your Rooney rule put it in your butt and squeeze I have the answer I, to uh, Jimmy's question Andy Reid has had 10 um, assistant coaches become head coaches um, that, that four of the them, last one. Yeah. yeah, four of them were offensive coordinators. Brad Childress, 
Pat Shermer, Terrible. Pat Doug Byers. Peterson, and Matt Nagy. So yeah, almost half. And Matt Nagy of, might be gone of his people. Year. So it's but like no, no at some point, no if they believed in them, so at some point they need to believe in Eric Bieniemy and exactly. and give him a job. I just said that because. I said that because the way you said it was kind of like demeaning. Like he's a consultant; he's not even calling plays. Like, well, so all the other the, guys. It's a lot of it is skill set. It's more so. It, a lot of times, the, if you name the guys that you went back on, uh, Brad Childress, quarterback coach. If you Matt Nagy, quarterback coach. Uh, Eric Bieniemy isn't the quarterback coach. So that's that's where a lot of it is. You're the offensive coordinator, and then yeah, you're the true. All four of these dudes have quarterback experience. Are, they're quarterback, quarterback coaches. coaches. And granted, so that's just, that's just the favoritism correlate. of the league right now. If you can control right. the quarterback, and, you can control such and such. Yeah, it, and, yeah. and a lot of times or, or, these guys, a, a lot of times these guys, like a Matt Nagy, he got put in a bad situation by having already having Mitch Trubisky. So it's like, do you is he a bad right. coach or does he have a bad court or does he have damaged goods quarterback? So it's it's kind of one of those it's it's one of those things he could get fired simply because of the team's record. He has a good defense, a bad quarterback. How many how many, how many African Americans how many African Americans are given the opportunity to even be a quarterback coach in this league? What I'm saying is it's just that you you we can we can sit around and can, um you know we could we could find reasons for anything. Like you can find a reason. So, okay, I'll, 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 but, I'll but, spin it this way. I'll spin it to you. Like but, but the question the question the question becomes, Jimmy, is it a legitimate is it a legitimate reason versus a versus just a reason that stood up as sort of a straw argument? I I, I get I kind of no, get where Fred's coming straw, from. No no no, it's it's not it's not a straw mm-hmm. argument about, because the okay, fact of the matter is we got history. You have history on your side. You can look at the entire, look at the amount of African American players versus those that are coaches, versus those that are GM executives, versus those let's not even go hard, let's I, not even get to the ownership branch. I like, get Jimmy, I, I get it. In the wider in the wider scope of things, we've been done dirty and because of who we are and what we represent to, to the broader sphere of sports, we need to be in the ownership. We need to be in management. We need because of who and what we are, but I think in this day and age right now, it's kind of you're looking at a league. You're looking at a league that's been damaged, and the damage is kind of quote unquote no longer being done or not actively done. But that still doesn't mean it doesn't need to be repaired. So I get you. I'm I'm there. In the case of an Eric enemy, I get where Fred is coming from in the sense that it's in both. I don't even. Know. I agree with that, though, that is not still being done. But let's just say, for argument's sake, I go along with you, man. It was Honorable El Hodge Malik El Shabazz who said, listen, if you stick a knife in my back nine inches and you pull it out six, did you really do me a favor? Like, what are you really doing? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I, so just, you want to I, I don't disagree. I don't disagree with things that. And whenever better. you quote the brother, things whenever you quote the brother minister, it's something righteous being said. So I got you. I, I get that. I'll kind of yeah, so, so spin it like and this, that, and that's what you do. Spin it like this, Jimmy. Think about it like this, too. You have a guy in Tampa, and um, Byron Leftwich, who he gets an opportunity to be the offensive coordinator. He's he's actually the play caller. He's a co-play caller with Bruce Arians, and he's a co- he's the quarterback coach. And they brought him in specifically to, quote-unquote, fix Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston threw more interceptions oh, this shit. year than <laughs> But that's my point. That's my point. Byron Leftwich whoa, was whoa, a good. Whoa, whoa. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Byron Leftwich was a okay quarterback, but the problem is 
you don't get the production out of the player that you're coaching and you were supposed to fix him. So what do you expect? First off, if, if, and I'm not, I, I don't have a problem with. I so, actually think that Jimmy, myself. Jimmy. So I know, I know, I know where Jimmy, I know where Jimmy's gonna go. The argument is gonna be that 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 a ton of a ton of white coaches have been allowed to be mediocre or even fail forward. And I so why can't Byron Leftwich fail? I, and even beyond that, America. that's one point. Second point is Winston is James. James Winston is bald. He's got to cut down on the turnover. <laughs> but he's bald. That's my second point. But the matter is, Fred, Fred, you know what you sound like now? You sound like a Patriots fan. That's all I'm going to say. Well, I can't get anything out. So, I mean, it doesn't really matter. I mean, I can't get anything out. So, no, I mean, you can get something out, brother. Great, Fred. Make your face call. so we can uh, move on to this national championship game real quick and then do our. Jimmy just in his feelings because his team sucks, but hey, okay. Explain, explain Jimmy ain't got no team no more. Oh, okay. <laughs> explain Cliff Kingsbury. Can you explain that one for me? No, I, I really can't. That one. That one. Breaking news. Joel Embiid out at least one to two weeks. He's going to have surgery to repair his finger. His ring finger that looked like he was smoking a blunt the other night. Yo, my man finger was yo, my man finger was in a ninety degree angle. That shit was a hell. <laughs> yeah, Kobe would have taped that up though. But anyway, uh, let's uh, explain Cliff or, 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 or he would have, or he would have shot left handed. He did. Oh, y'all still going? Yo, let me know. Can you explain Cliff Kingsbury, or how about Adam Gase? Who got an opportunity and then went around and I told everybody against every single one rich. of those coaches. But I'm not a. I'm, I'm, I'm against all of those. I'm against all of those coaches getting hired. I'm against Matt Rule getting hired in, in Carolina also. But again, at the same time, I'm not for elevating a guy just for say, for the sake of elevating a guy. If you're gonna go get a guy and Eric Bieniemy, I know that's a great name, but if you want the NFL's been banging on Stanford's door for the longest. Uh, trying to get David Shaw. David Shaw says, I can stay at Stanford. I can be a god at Stanford because, well, I'm at Stanford. I don't have any expectations. I can win eight games a year, collect a check, and never get fired. Dev, Dev, Dev. Hashtag, hashtag, what about that? You're saying – you're saying don't elevate a guy for the sake of elevating a guy. They do it every day. They just don't do it with specific people. That's fine, but at the same time – so are it's you, not fine. You, it's, it's not fine. It's, it's, it's not fine. It's, Don't say it's If you were if you're in control of the Eagles right now, if you fired or whoever, whatever team, are you gonna hire Deuce uh Deuce Staley just for the sake of hiring him? For what? Well first off, what is that going to me? So I'm sorry, so when you coach, hire him and, and fail, it's gonna look like an HB so, if I had control of the Eagles. So when that is so if that so if if and when that fails because you put the wrong people in place, you're gonna be the Charlotte Hornets. Because yo, I'm, I'm in the business of winning. Yo, listen, we the wrong people to ask because people. if we ever get a if we ever get a franchise, it's gonna be called the Wakandan Panthers. So, yo, okay, if, if, if and when that fails, if and when that fails, all of these they're teams if that if fail if every win. year. The Mufasas. If like, and like, when that that's fails. What, that's what's funny about this. If, can you, if can I ask my question or are you not going to let me ask yes, my question? Yes, you can, sir. Yes, you can. Okay. 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 So, if and okay, or when – I'll even Prince phrase Black. it that. If or, if or when that fails and you are – you as GM are fired, 
and you don't get another GM job because you did what you did, whose fault is it? Yours or the people that didn't, that tried to tell you, go hire this guy, this guy, this guy, regardless of what it is, whose fault is it? I'll wait. Well, yeah. so that, 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 negotiate. That you got to negotiate the waters there's a, there's and find lot, the balance. There's a lot of blame to go you around. Find the, the fact of the matter is, one of the reasons why I'm probably not getting the, another job, because guys fail, guys fail all the time in multiple jobs. At the, the end time. of the day, but, but only it's about making money and winning championships. Time. That's the only two things they care about. Your objective is make money oh, or win championships. Which one are you doing? Are you <laughs> Fred, 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 that, that's, that's true. That's true, but that doesn't negate the do history both, of the league. But that Yo, doesn't negate, negate the history of the league. Fred, what you're talking about, what you're talking about is total BS. Yo, Maddox the said, fact of the matter is. Phil Maddox said Jimmy had a bird looking like Ghana State. <laughs> You already, you already know. You already know. But listen, my point, my point is this, though, Fred. What you're, what you're missing, and it's not just football. This goes across all industries. People are allowed to fail forward left and right. If there's certain people allowed to fail forward left and right, we aren't given that same opportunity. So you say sure if, the, if and when that fails, not every one it fails of us for is, them is, all the time. Is deserving there's only of one the champion position. here. There's one champion but every not year. Every, you got certain franchises that point, are failing yeah, at being right, right, but, the, but the point, the point is, it's not equal, and you're not using equal, which I get, and I'm, I'm not mad at it, but acknowledge that they, they are getting chances. You're saying, but you you're saying that we don't. You're up against. You already right. know the system that you're up against. So if you right. know the system that you're so, up so against, you why are you going to so you handcuff yourself by hiring a person that you know is not ready or capable or qualified yet? Because that's you how you change, yet. Fred. Yes. You know, yes. Fred, you, what, if, what if the king woke up and said, you know what, I'm up against this system. I'm not even going to get up and fight because I know what the system is. So what's the point of your You're, you're comparing civil rights to an NFL thing, uh, NFL team. <laughs> yes, I am. Oh, yes, I am. Got Absolutely, you, yes, I am. You are, you are comparing Absolutely, civil yes, rights I am. Because to, it's the attitude you have. It's the attitude you have. No, I'm in the bit. See, if I'm, if I'm running a team, about, my objective is winning championships and making money. I can That's talk about all people I care that about. have made a difference in sports, people that have made a difference in the law. What, what if Tony Dungy would have the same approach and say, you know what? Well, right, right. So, 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 Jimmy, Jimmy just, Jimmy just went to the trump card for 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 your against your argument, uh, uh, Fred, because Tony Dungy is an You're example guy. guy who won, Yo, made money, ben was Simmons successful, balling. and oh, okay, Kyrie Jenner ain't got him, um, yet. But he, he gave you an example of a guy who won, who made money, but still stayed committed to the advancement of African-American people in the sport. So and it I can applaud, be done. It can be done. Yeah, but, but, what, but, but can you reproduce it? What, what are his other coaches that have already been there? What are they doing? What are those other No, but what I'm saying doing? to you, what I'm saying to what are most coaches in the league doing? That's my point. You keep talking about what are these guys doing. Most coaches in the league aren't doing anything. What are those? Okay, let me rephrase the question. What are those other coaches that got put outside? Even Mike Tomlin, who's still around, who's probably should have been out of there a while ago. This is W. E. B. Dubois. This is W. E. B. Dubois versus Bobby T. But (laughs) if one of no basketball game, what are they? Who are they putting in place? Doing what Tony Dungy did. What are they doing? I'll wait on that. 
what do you mean? What are they doing? Most black what, folks who are, are they put, now, who are, are they were, putting in place? Were, were, they they come from those? that tree. Even with Miami, Miami's coach was hired by a black GM, right or wrong. But my point is, to you to sit here and say you have to worry. Basically, what you're saying is worry about yourself. Don't worry about don't worry about anybody. Else. That's what you're saying. You're saying worry about yourself. You're saying be selfish. That's what if I'm not, no, I'm not in, if I'm not in if I'm not in position, Jimmy, and I end up getting fired, and I know I'm never going to get a chance, then I've got to. Yeah, I, we're I, talking about exactly. He's yeah, saying, yeah, he, he said once you, he said once you get in position, once you get in mm-hmm. position, you have to do whatever it is to hold on to that position. Is what he said. He said you can't take those to bring other people on if they're going to push you to lose your lose your job. That's what he said. If right. I don't have a position, then what what good am I to anybody? But you already have the position in the in the, but in the I story. Can, right. But, but how is it is that is it sustainable based on the criteria that Fred is saying they're going to yes, hold you to? Because the fact the fact of the matter is, if no one is willing to do something different or change, nothing will ever change. I got a better I got a better question. I got a better question for both of y'all. What did Marvin What did Marvin Lewis do? Because he was in power for a long time. Speaking of him, Skyview said the Cowboys weren't fooling anybody by floating out there that they were interviewing Marvin Lewis. Hey, that was their Rooney Rule. Put in position to be great as a as as, as a head coach or GM prospect. And in all what you're telling me in in Baltimore, who did Ozzie Newsom? In in my in my opinion, as far as new age GMs, is probably the goat. When it comes he's, to he's drafting de- players, yeah, he definitely, he, he's he a definitely coach. top. DJ Collins, boy, he the best. He the best. Who else? Is, who did he put in position? Just, just curious. So, so what you're telling but me he's is, a de- but no, what you're, what you're there's telling a medium, me, there's a medium, there's a medium between where where the two of you are are arguing from, and that medium, the example is Tony Dungy. It can be done, and the standard. You have to intentionally go out and find African-American candidates that meet your standard, i.e., hashtag higher pep. Some of y'all won't get that. Some of y'all will. <laughs> but there are candidates out there. I know there. who you're talking Shut about. I, I, and I was a very big-time candidate of him or a person that wanted him in, in uh, yeah. any. Didn't happen. But hey, we 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 wanted him we wanted him too probably for nepotism reasons but we wanted him he, to to be in play. but there are he examples was a, he was a quarterback's coach of somebody Stanford. who he was, was a, a very successful he, quarterback until the injuries hit and it seemed like his exactly. career went backwards yeah I was confused about yeah, that yeah definitely the problem he was bought, he, the problem the problem the problem we have a problem in our community that goes outside of sports and it's people with that same attitude which is how we end up with the black bourgeoisie. With, in, in, in childhood Dubai, so you know what I'm talking about. For, the, for, the, for those that get a little bit of power and they want to hold on to the power and they want to they want to euro they want to euro identify so bad that they don't. Yo, the stop shooting that brother Fred. To help to the, I'm not. I mean, I'm you can shoot all the time. I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying that What I'm saying is that attitude. But if my job is to win championships and make money, that is my job. Fred, if that is my job. I have to stay in position. So, 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 so oh, Fred, like Fred, the question, like, hold, hold on, Jimmy, hold on. Jimmy, Jimmy, hold on, hold on. The question, the question that I asked, the question that I asked of, the question I asked of you, uh, Fred, is can't you identifying those two top things as your priority 
then add the third priority to your list and find, are, are you of the opinion that there are not qualified African-American coaches oh, to fill out your staff? African-American coaches. Plenty. That are good. That are good. That are, so everything you're saying, that, so everything you're saying is there, there are good coaches, but they have to be developed. The only problem is who is in control to develop these same coaches? Hmm. Hello. Yeah, they got, they got Tony Dungy up out of there. A lot of them are in high school. What, what, what a lot of them are at the high school ranks the and they might have to go to the college ranks. What happens when you go to the college ranks? You get stuck in college and you get stuck as a recruiting coordinator. You get stuck as a wide receivers coach and you don't get that call up. They tell you, oh, you're a superstar coach and you turn out to be Charlie Strong and you get pushed to Texas and then you fail at Texas after you were killing it at Louisville and then you move on to USF get fired at USF after a four and eight season and now you're a coordinator for the rest of your life because now no one's going to take you at the NFL. You failed at Texas and you failed after you went back down to a lower level group of five school in USF. So you're not going to the NFL anymore. Here's your question. Charlie Strong. there's There's another piece to that. Hold on. So what happens also with these same coaches that get all these opportunities? Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to take the bad job. So I get fired at the uh, I won't I'm gonna get fired at the bad job and now I don't get the opportunity at the good job. I, instead of being David Shaw who says I'll sit at Stanford until the perfect job comes around where I have the perfect quarterback, perfect uh, uh, upper management, perfect defense, perfect situation. That's what the white coaches do. That's what they do. A lot of them do. And yeah, they may fail. Oh, but, and, a lot of times though, a lot of times though, we don't really get those opportunities. Like, think about but it, when, when black do, dudes do get hired, yeah. especially in the NFL, we kind of get the scrap um, but franchises, and we don't get that retread like the rest of them do. Like, so a lot of them dudes but, can get fired, you know, doing a poor retread, job. Like, retread we wouldn't, we wouldn't even know Bill Belichick if he was black. Now. Because he would have failed at Cleveland, nobody would have ever trusted him again. My man Hugh in Cleveland did everything he could. He said, I forbid everybody to use the term black. We're all beige. We're all human. Yo, Hugh did everything he could. The retread coach, though, comes because of the connection to the next Yeah, guy. because Hugh, Hugh, Hugh had the same Marvin attitude. Marvin Lewis hired that same that Hugh Jackson talking and about. failed. He failed. See, Fred, Marvin you're Lewis talking failed. about stuff on it. Here's the failing to acknowledge, man. You're talking about stuff on the surface level, man. Fred, listen, man. I, and I and I'm I'm not even trying to be smart, but yo, do some research, dog. Read the Color of Law. Read Forty Million Dollar Slaves. Right. Read the ISIS papers. Then you'll understand what's really going on here. Don't tell me all this surface BS. Go down to college because that won't matter either. If people did exactly what you say you this what you're saying to do, it still won't matter. And there's other people that won't have to go through that entire so, what you talk so about. So you're telling me they Colin Strong didn't do everything he needed to do when he was the defensive coordinator at Florida on a national championship team. He you're went picking, to Louisville. You're picking, one, you're picking one person. What I'm telling you okay. is when what, he went okay. down there, what I'm telling David you is there Shaw are people who at, don't have to go down to college. I gave David you a couple Shaw, names. I David Shaw's more names. father I was a, can, was a NFL right coach. I can sit I can here right now and give you 60 names of guys who didn't have to go to college at all. Right? How many names to... do you want of guys that didn't have to go through the <laughs> How many do you but want? Who did they have a connection to? How many, to? How many of your ex-patriots who did they have a connection to? 
How many of your expatriate players who failed as a head coach have had to go to the college ranks first? Head coaches, patriot players. There's only one former player, um, and he actually is in the playoffs right or now. former so. assistant. All former assistants. Former Every, everybody assistant. that comes from the Belichick tree pretty much failed, right, except for the guy who, who, who just beat him. But for the most part, they most, most of them failed. Who's the guy coaching the Lions who's doing worse than Jim Caldwell? Matt Jim Patricia, Caldwell can't sure. even get a call. Patricia. Jim Caldwell can't even but, get a job. Who, Jim Caldwell hasn't got a call. To? Jim Caldwell hasn't got a call for anything, yet the guy that's replaced him he's an assistant didn't have to coach. go to the college ring. You do realize he's he an didn't have to go to the coach, college right? Listen, but Jim Caldwell might be, the next, he might be the next yeah. offensive coordinator in Philly. But they're looking at him. They're interested Fred, in you know, Caldwell. You want, if you want to go there, basically, Fred, what you're saying, what you're saying is, we need to pick ourselves up by the bootstraps. That's what you're saying. No, right you're no, 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 you're telling okay. me all these things, but you're ignoring, you're uh, ignoring I'm sorry. what's really I'm going sorry. on here. I'm, I'm going to call it the way it is. I'm sorry. Um, the white man is against us. I'm sorry. No, that's not, no, that's feel, not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. Actually, both points have merit. And, yes, Fred, that, that is true. They, they are, and they have been historically. And they created a machine every, that if, continues if, to if, be if, that if, is perpetual. Listen, however, I don't, I don't, however, I don't believe in that. Right. I don't believe in that, Fred, because – because I studied because I studied Dr. Francis Crest Welsing, I don't believe in the white man is against. Again, pick up a book, dog. That's what I'm saying. All I'm saying is, and if I you get a certain level of understanding, you know what's really going on. And I need on. you to come to a football field and, and actually tell. If, unless, if you're actually not involved in that community, you don't know. That's, okay. That's okay. And, and, and unless and unless and unless you study with real world and not just means of amusement, you won't understand how the world works. Okay. Oh, oh my God! No making, y'all no Yo. longer making points, so let's let's move on. <laughs> yeah, let's just let's let's talk this championship game, man. Yeah, we on game because we also gotta we gotta do our um uh, our NFL picks. So the national championship game is coming up on Monday, of course, 8 p.m. Eastern time on Monday. Clemson. Uh, versus LSU, and before Fred, you give us some brief points about uh, the game and what might happen on Monday. I'm just going to tell you guys this: I have um, some information that can't lose. So if you're out there betting, go to mybookie.ag, promo code WARROOM, all caps. Here's my tip, my betting tip: the Tigers will win the national <laughs> championship. Go ahead, Fred. <laughs> Give us right, some, so some info. We, so this game is, is a, a game of two fourteen and O teams. You have the LSU Tigers. You have the with a Heisman Trophy winner. You also have who will probably be the number one overall pick going into next year, into the I'm sorry, into this 2020 draft. Uh, you also have the L, the Clemson Tigers, who have the probably the number one quarterback. I don't believe he's the next, the 2020 number one overall pick, that uh, honor is reserved for one quarterback, who, by the way, is a black quarterback at Ohio State uh, and one Justin Fields. But nonetheless, uh, he's, he's one of the top guys. He hasn't thrown an interception in over 252 uh, attempts. And 
And Trevor okay. Lawrence is he's the golden boy. He hasn't lost a game in college. I mean, he is everything you want a quarterback. I mean, he he's six five, he's two thirty. He actually I didn't think he had the wheels he did after what I saw against Ohio State. I'm trying not to drink the Kool-Aid, but he's pretty good. He's pretty darn good. Uh, but LSU has a quarterback in, this, in their own right. Uh, Joe Burrow, who was Ohio State, seems like Ohio State's involved in all of this, right? So Always. Joe Burrow was at he was in he was at Ohio State behind Dwayne Haskins and JT Barrett, and he couldn't get on the field. He was an All-State basketball player in the state of Ohio, three star, three sport athlete coming out. He just couldn't get on the field. I mean, he had two good players in front of him. He transferred. He didn't have a great year last year. I mean, he had completion percentages in the 40s last year. Joe Brady comes in from the Saints, and ironically, he's wearing number nine. But nonetheless, I mean, the passing game got, I mean, a complete revamp. Ed Orgeron just completely revamped everything offensively, and they have taken off from there. I mean, LSU has – this is a, just an outrageous number uh, for this – for any college team in general. LSU is the first team in college football history – to produce a 5,000-yard passer, a 1,000-yard rusher, and two 1,000-yard receivers. One of those two 1,000-yard uh, receivers is Justin Jefferson, who was a two-star, lowly recruited player who couldn't get on the field. Now he scores four touchdowns in a playoff game. So you have two really, really good teams, and it's going to be a bit of a back and forth. Both teams score a lot of points. LSU, I think, has the, had the tougher road. I mean, you were playing in the toughest division in college football. You're playing at least uh, you're having Alabama, Auburn, Texas A&M, not to mention Georgia on the schedule, Texas on the schedule, even though they said they were back and, well, they weren't. Uh, but this LSU team, I mean, they were really, really good. And I haven't seen a quarterback like Joe Burrow have such an improvement from year one on a team to year two where he – I mean, he's – it, he looks like a completely different player. Uh, for me, my comp, my comp for him is Matt Ryan with athleticism. And if that's what's if, at this level, that's more than enough. At, at NFL that's level, pretty good for the NFL. That's pretty good. Matt Ryan went number three overall. Um, and so that's, for me, is one of the things I look for. He has a good arm. I've, now, granted, I've seen other comps for him being Andy Dalton. I could see that, too, once he gets to the NFL level. But Andy Dalton has success, and if you put pieces around him, um, I could see that happening, too. Uh, but he just he just seems to be able to – he has great pocket awareness, and he's just a really good quarterback. But the defenses are what I want to talk about because uh, for all the, the fireworks you see on offense, both of these teams, I thought Clemson would take a big step back on defense. Nah, not really. Clemson is uh, just really – they're holding teams to 3.3 yards per play on defense. That is historically great. Only That's like that's like 50 years historically great. Most teams average about four yards a play. They're holding teams to under that average. Uh, they are fourth in the country on that. Isaiah Simmons is the name you'll want to know for the Clemson defense. He is a linebacker, 6'4", 230. Uh, he runs a 4-4. He has a 42-inch vertical. He is a freak athlete. Can't wait to see him in the combine. He will be, as be often you like to say, the underwear Olympics. He's the guy you want to watch in that. In that. Um, on the other side, Derek Stingley, cornerback for LSU. He is a freshman. Derek Stingley is the best corner in the country. 
no questions asked. It's not even yes. a competition. It's, I mean, I have he has better ball skills than probably about eighty percent of the country's wide receivers, and I'm and I'm including he does. on his team. Um, the one what is the offense because you are the you are the football technique connoisseur that you are, right? What is the one penalty that every DB gets caught for when the ball is in the air and those lights get in their face? What is what do you get? What is the one thing that happens? They get the grab. They get the grabbing. They get the grabbing and they don't turn their head and then what happens? DPI, right? And it's the it infuriates you. Right? Sound like uh, sound like you describing the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, back. pretty much, pretty much. You might want to draft him in a couple years. Yeah. So <laughs> at six one, one ninety, and he's still growing. That's even crazier. Uh, one Derek Stingley as a freshman gets his head around and also turns himself into the into a receiver uh, as far as technique Yo. is concerned. And is able to come down with multiple interceptions. Yo, I saw I saw some all twenty two tape on dude. He reminds me of a cross between Pat Pete and um, Champ Bailey. I really I, I I can I like it. I like it. I really do. And for me, when I when I look at it, um, he has great ball skills, but also he can help you in special teams and. I'm really excited to see what he's going to do, but he's not the only guy. Christian Fulton as uh, the other corner. He'll probably he was better. He's better than Greedy Williams, and he hardly played last year. So I really am excited about him. This secondary will be able to go up against some really good receivers and T. Higgins, uh, Amari um, Rogers, the son of T. Martin, former Tennessee quarterback who won after Peyton Manning left. Ironically, a black quarterback throwing shots. Um, uh, at Tennessee, but and won a national championship. But hey, um, you know it, this is going to be a good game, and I'm actually looking. I'm, I'll say this: I'm, I can't really give a pick yet, um, but I'll say this: like you did, the, the Tigers will win. All right, yeah, that's, and that's two. And I can even say this: two I'll say this much. I say this Tigers. much: they're they're coming from Death Valley too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> Both stadiums are called Death Valley. If, if yeah, I'm about to say, well, then, you know, Tigers going to win. Tigers from Death Valley. Let's get it. All right, that should be – that really should be a good game, though. Um, and, and I, you know, I'm not an Alabama hater or anything like that. But, you know, it's it's actually nice to get – I can't say two new teams because Clemson has been holding the spot, the you know, the last few years as well. So it would have kind of been nice if we could have gotten maybe, you know – um, two other teams in this whole thing, maybe a LSU, Ohio, Ohio State, State. yeah, something like I, that. But. I picked Ohio State, and the receiver decides to to break his route off and and go vertical instead of hitting the post and being wide open in the middle of the field to end the game. <laughs> so broke my heart, and I hate Ohio State. Just saying. All right, let's get to these uh, NFL awards, and everybody out there, you know, you know, we do. Pre, mid, and postseason NFL awards, our comeback player of the year, coach of the year, defensive rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year, defensive player of the year, offensive player of the year, and MVP. And since I'm already talking, I'll go ahead and start it off and go first with my picks. Um, For me, uh, this is how it goes. Comeback player of the year. Um, this one was between 
No, nah, I'm, I'm just tell you up here. I, I, Dalvin Cook, um, comeback player of the year. Um, basically, the control over that offense that he had from the running game perspective, um, it was a boost from what they had last year. They're in a better spot now. Uh, we know how fans, talking heads, you know, everybody like that, we're just going to give the, the quarterbacks props and give the quarterback blame for everything that happens. So I'm pretty sure everybody's just going to say, you know, Kirk Cousins finally turned the corner, and that's why they're in this position. But Kirk Cousins got some great help back in the form of Dalvin Cook, so I'm going to go with him. Um, Coach of the year, Kyle Shanahan. Uh, you win four games the year before. Now you're the number one seed in the NFC side of the bracket. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give it to him. Definitely going to give some props to our fearless leader on the Philadelphia Eagles for doing and you know what he did. It wasn't like they were world beaters, but doing what he did with what he had. going to give him some props for that, but I got Kyle Shanahan as the coach of the year. Uh, defensive rookie of the year, we're going to stay in San Francisco with Maga Bosa. Um, <laughs> he's a beast. I can't deny it. Uh, offensive rookie of the year. Ah, this might be a little bit of a homer pick, but I'm going to go with Miles Sanders. Um, he wasn't the leading rusher as far as rookies are concerned, but I think he did the most for his team um, out of those guys. Uh, I think the easy pick for a lot of people, I mean, you could go up in Oakland, but I think people look directly to the quarterbacks. A lot of people are going to look at Kyler Murray. The quarterback has the, you know, he has the opportunity, I should say, to put up the the most gaudy numbers. But I'm gonna go with Miles Sanders on that. Defensive Player of the Year. We're gonna go over to Fred's team, uh, Stephon Gilmore, holding it down for the whole season. Offensive Player of the Year, Lamar Jackson, MVP, Lamar Jackson. Who wants to follow me? I'll follow. Who's up. coming with me? Uh, easy for me. Uh, comeback player of the year was Dalvin Cook, 250 carries for 1135 yards, 13 touchdowns. Jimmy Garoppolo was close, uh, but I mean, nah. Dalvin Cook. I said last year. I, I said last year if he if he becomes uh, if he gets healthy, he's a top three back, and well, he proved it easily. That's why I hesitated, uh, Fred, when I was saying I was I was like it was between him and. I'm thinking Garoppolo, but then I'm like, I ain't even going to bring his name up. Like, people are going to give that, like I said, you know, because he's a quarterback, people are going to give that credit for them improving the way they did to the quarterback. But sometimes, like, I don't think Garoppolo is a bad player by any means. But sometimes I do question, I'm like, you know, is he really the catalyst behind this? Or is he – game managing along for the ride. So I'm I not, think it's a little bit of both. I'm not sold on Garoppolo, Garoppolo I yet, need to so see he's not going to lose you again. Two more years and maybe then we can we can talk about I need more weapons. Yeah. He, he's doing yeah. it with not outside of a great tight end. He's doing it with pretty good weapons. So, um, so uh, we'll see. Um, for me, All also right. coach of the year. Coach of the year, I'm giving it to a black coach. I'm not going to – I'm not throwing any shots, but I'll give it to a black coach. <laughs> yeah, Brian Flores. Brian Flores, 5-11 and 11, uh, with the Dolphins, beating my team uh, and doing it pretty well. So, uh, former Patriot, good to see him doing well, former Patriot. Um, 
But I said this team was going to be better. I actually said had this record actually spot on. Most people said they'd win one game or go completely defeated. I said, no, they're not that bad. I think they had pieces. I mean, Fitzmagic will win you a couple games, maybe. Uh, they did that. So, I, I got to give it to them. My other candidate was Sean McDermott. I, I get it. Most people, the easy answer is Jim Harbaugh. I'm sorry, John Harbaugh, but um, with Lamar Jackson. But when you have a team that was supposed to be the worst team in the league, it's pretty, pretty, it was a bad, bad, with a very bad roster. And you win five games, that's tough to do in itself. There are some teams, there's a team that didn't win that many. So, um, for me, that was easy, easy pickings. Uh, defensive rookie of the year. I almost went Josh Allen, but there's a guy in, in San Francisco, Nick uh, Nick Bosa. We know what he did. Uh, offensive Rookie of the Year, Josh Jacobs, 1150 yards and seven touchdowns. Easy peasy. Um, yeah, he was he was. It was between those two for me. Kyler Murray would be third on my list. It was between the. I actually back. the other guy that I actually had a and he he was pretty significant on their team was Terry Terry McLaurin, the Ohio McLaurin, State receiver yeah. uh, for for Washington. But unfortunately, oh, I know firsthand. He, he oh, gave those you know. a, he he gave those aforementioned Eagles defensive backs hell this season. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, that for me that was that was like a sleeper. But, but I mean, but we didn't. The the Raiders <laughs> had a chance to make the playoffs, and it was because offensively, it wasn't because of Derek Carr. It was because of Josh Jacobs, uh, offensive player of the or I'm sorry, defensive player of the year goes to my guy Stephon Gilmore. Uh, I actually Nick Bosa came in second for me, and I actually had a, a very distant third. But Minka Fitzpatrick, I mean, he instantly well, he had like five picks in like three games when he when he switched over from Miami to Pittsburgh. Um, offensive yeah. players, offensive player of the year. This one's easy. Run CMC, Christian McCaffrey. I mean, a thousand and a thousand. You do that, you instantly win that. I don't even have to talk about it. Good. That's cool, Lamar Jackson. It's cool what you did, but thousand and a thousand. Man, I think I kind of, I think I kind of disrespected C Mac. Yeah, I know you did. I know you did. Yeah, I think I think and, I kind of disrespected C Mac. Because George Kittle too. The way they, the way they distinguished those two awards, I did have the opportunity to give that to him. I, I'll yeah. think about it. I might change that, but Lamar, and, he's killing it. And often uh, MVP, it was between Russell Wilson, which I said Russell would win it last year, and, well, he didn't. Uh, and But I got to give it to Lamar Jackson. As much as I don't think he's a great quarterback or anything, I think it's all system, and I think he's just a – his skill set fits what they're doing. He's not – it's not really his arm. It's more his legs. He's he on the black man. He's on the black I'm still how, saying you that boy better learn how to slide. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I'm not a fan of Lamar Jackson whatsoever in the NFL. I love Pat Mahomes and, and I love Russell Wilson. Listen, so he ain't gonna be that. around. He ain't gonna be around long. Nah, I mean nah, even in the I racist mean, mind, he half right. Anyway, listen, yo, um, I, I'll give my picks real fast. Um, and you know, not trying to be smart, but everybody I picked is black, not just you know a couple people. Um, <laughs> comeback player, comeback player of the year, comeback player of the year, Dalvin Cook. Coach of the year is Brian Flores. Defensive rookie of the year, Devin Bush. Offensive rookie of the year, Kyler Murray. I got Gilmore as defensive player of the year. Um, Smart pick. MVP, Lamar Jackson. And um, offensive player of the year, Michael Thomas. Um, you know, so there's no, no nothing pale on my list. So just want to put that out there. Go ahead, be awesome. <laughs> yeah, y'all are crazy. Um, comeback player of the year, I'm going to go with Darren Waller of the Raiders. 
Um, he had a game where he had five receptions for 75 yards as a tight end. And why do I bring that up? Because that was his entire season in 2018. In 2019, over 80 catches for 1193. And he's the fastest tight end on the field these days. Comeback player except of the year, Darren Waller. He's a, shot he's a, he's except a except for when I picked him up on my fantasy team and he didn't do a damn thing. But it's all He's a former receiver, <laughs> just saying. He's he is. Fastest, he is. One of the fastest guys on the field. Shout out to Dalvin Cook, um, Coach of the Year. Man, shout out Kyle Shanahan. Shout out Dougie P. I want John Harbaugh for figuring out what to do with the, uh, the young Negro boy. Um, defensive Rookie <laughs> yeah. of the Year. Defensive oh, Rookie yeah. of the Year. Shout out to my man Nick. I treat him like the Middle East. I ran when the quarterback saw me. Bosa. Um, offensive Rookie of the Year, Josh Jacobs, not even close. Shout out, Miles. Defensive Player of the Year, yo, shout out T.J. Watt and shout out Minka Fitz, but it's definitely that MAGA dude, Stephon Gilmore. Um, offensive Player of the Year, Christian McCaffrey, man. My bad, Jimmy. Yo, a thousand and a thousand, dude. Ain't nothing you could do with yeah. that, man. A thousand and a thousand. Like I said, I think I'm... I don't. I don't know how I forgot about Christian McCaffrey, man. I, I straight up disrespect. He's on a two team suck. Um, yeah, MVP. Still. MVP. <laughs> Pop, Pop rocks and Tootsie Pops protege, man. Yo, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. All right. Well, look. Didn't um, Lamar Jackson had? Didn't he have like twelve hundred rushing? Yeah, he had twelve hundred rushing. Yeah, so that's yeah, what you know. I'm just trying to just yeah. I'm trying to justify my old player of the nah, year. Pick. Pick, I mean, pick, he had three thousand he had three thousand and one thousand. So that might that might trump one thousand. I mean three thousand I mean yeah, I'm about to say three thousand is, is kind of pedestrian as far as quarterback go, but he but he gave you another thousand on the ground. And I'm not and this and this is coming from somebody I'm I've I've never in my life been impressed by a quarterback rushing for, you know, that many yards. It's not really my thing. It's not my style of football. But by the know, time he's twenty eight and did what he did a lot and they tell him to put in the denied. pocket for the rest of his career and he can't throw, be don't be a, don't be upset. Just saying. But, but, but you know what he did? You know what he did? You know what he did, Joe? Look, look, Lamar Jackson did what everybody viewed Vic as doing that he didn't really do. Mm-hmm. Like this yeah. season was the Michael Vick, quote unquote Michael Vick experience that people hung on. That's what they thought they still it's do. what they thought they, they saw, do. but they never but they never really saw that. Right, right. Like, really. This is this is the the experience that still have people running around disrespecting their their own intelligence saying, you know, Mike Vick should be in the Hall of Fame. This is this is what they thought they saw. So I mean, come on, thirty-six touchdowns. But the whole thing, exactly. The season, the season is amazing, and and but that's what the MVP has nothing to do with what he'll be doing when he's twenty-eight. Because fact of the matter, oh no, no, that MVP, that's that's locked up. The only thing I'm even questioning is offensive player of the year. But I'm looking at his stuff and I'm justifying me even picking him for that. No, I think I think that's a good pick for offensive player of the year. But I'm talking about the whole idea of where you'll be when you're 28. I mean, you could become a great pocket passer and sit in the pocket entire career a la Matthew Stafford and Dan Marino and never and never have 
any team success. So the fact of the matter is you go season by season, and if this is successful right now, you got to run with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, what yeah. do you think about when you're 28? Yeah, I mean, it's right you know, when he's 28, when, when you just when you hope defensive coordinators don't catch up to whatever it is he's doing. You hope he doesn't get hurt. That's that's yeah. not really the first hope. When I don't think I don't think I mean think, it's uh, football. It's football. You get hurt running. You get hurt sitting standing in the pocket. But I don't think know, I don't think Bull gonna be with us. I don't think he's gonna be among the living when he's 28 because he don't slide. He don't get that. That might be listen. Jadavian, that's they gonna run out of bounds. He be trying to truck dudes like look. I'm, I'm there's a lot of Jadavian. There's a lot of Jadavian clownies out here, man. But hey, man, and guess who's in his division? Mister in suspended indefinitely will catch him from behind. You saying? Let's say he has a four five year career. Like you, you got to play the game the way you are. Like you become a pocket passer, you stand there and don't have any success. Like, just like Pat Mahomes you gotta, is one of like, the best yeah, pocket passers in the league, and yet he can scramble around and still keep his eyes upfield. Don't give me that. Sorry. And you're saying you're saying that to say what? You're saying that to say what? Are you saying y'all both, that y'all both just got y'all yeah. both just got time tonight for no reason. No, I'm listening. It's like y'all, like the whole time, y'all not exactly, y'all not saying things that are on the opposite side of the the spectrum from each other, but y'all just got time. Like, I'm talking about Lamar Jackson. You're telling me where Patrick Mahomes is. I'm like, okay, what's your point? My point is. As a running quarterback, and when you're, oh, I'm gonna have 1,200 yards, and I can last for four years. That's great, but when you're old, when you're 28, 29, and you can scramble around like Russell Wilson and still extend plays and not get hit, be offense, not get hit. So you know how we you're like saying they have not get hit. You're saying that Lamar, I'm, I'm, I'm saying Lamar Jackson. I'm, Lamar Jackson has the same game as Russell Wilson or or Patrick. Mahomes. No, 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 no. What I, what I, what I'm hopeful of is that his game matures and evolves. And at 28, even if he is still running a four-four and able to get busy, he doesn't have to pull that tool out, pause, as often because he has <laughs> matured the pocket faster. Yeah. out on the field. I mean, that could also mean that could also mean the last Boy Scout, though. Because Bull definitely yeah, pulled the Thule out on the field and got busy. <laughs> I'm talking about his skill set. You want to give me guys that don't even have the same exact skill set. None of the guys, none of the guys you've named have ever done what he just did. Well, Russell, Damn. Russell was a runner. Six is getting hammered. No, 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 no. not like this. Not like this, no one's been a runner like yeah. this except for this. But that's the point. Lamar nobody Jackson has is... had a skill set. This is different. Lamar Jackson. This is next level. Nobody's been able to do this. It's because he's fast. He's faster than everyone else. He's still doing what Russell Wilson does. He's just What's a better your point? Of course, so, so are you not supposed to use your strength? Quarterback is one from the pocket. From a short-term from a short term perspective. From a short-term perspective, it's, it's sustainable. Back to the fact that Bull threw 36 touchdown passes, though. That's yeah, that's that's, yeah, a, that's impressive. Okay. Long long term, long term, long term. Will he do that every single? Yeah, long term. I don't want to see him like RG. Me. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, maybe what decreases what 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 decreases the last quarterback that had at least. Five to eight hundred yards rushing 
to win a Super Bowl. I'll let you do that. Do that we research. Never, that we've research. never seen this, though. And I'm not even talking Those about Those type of quarterbacks we've never, don't We've last. never seen this. We have I've never seen, seen Michael Vick already. Fred, he can't, he Fred, couldn't do Fred, it. Fred, Fred, listen to me. I've seen listen Russell to me. Wilson Listen to do what it. I'm saying. Russell Wilson does it better. You're, again, Pat Mahomes you're comparing can do him better. to Michael Vick and Russell Wilson. They don't have the same skill set. Here's the one thing okay. you do, and I can go back on every show that you've been on. You like to speak in absolutes when you can't predict the future. Stop trying to predict the future. You always nah, do. but that Jimmy, 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 do you do you do you, do you agree? Do you do you agree? He he he, he, does, he, he has in the past, but but do you agree that him learning to slide or stay in the pocket and keep his eyes upfield would potentially lessen the likelihood, not erase it, because we're not talking absolute, but lessen the likelihood of somebody giving him CTE as opposed to him Maybe. being a runner. Maybe. Maybe. You know, but when you got a quarterback. Right, well, like, let's, well let's revisit this in well, like two, three years. We'll see where he is. See if he's still My quarterback has six, like, like, six of them. Because James is going to be on his heels when he stopped throwing picks. He's balling. When he stopped throwing picks because he's balling. Your quarterback is a cheater, and I don't know whether you know this or not, but the game is actually changing. Things that worked in the game right now and even 10 years ago may not work in the future. You can't speak in absolutes. You can't. Okay. You know, unless you've been to okay. the future already. There will always be room for the pocket-passing quarterback. By the way, your quarterback got old and needed a, a running my back point, the last six years to he, even get to a Super Bowl. There, he there will always he be. did not win one there doing it his way. There will always be. There will always be. You can't speak to what will always be. Don't okay. talk about helicopter, John. If, if, if quarterback I'm Fred, is one Fred, from listen, the Fred, I'm a little older than you. I remember, I remember certain things Sixes people said will all MB, be yeah. in the 80s that don't exist anymore. <laughs> that just don't exist. But there will always be one. <laughs> all right. Hey, let me give a, a few not. things because we basically out of time. We're not going to have time to talk about any of this, but I just wanted to get some stuff off, especially because our quote of the week is actually from, you know, somebody in our chat and not somebody – yeah, on TV or something like that. Um, in regards to Joe Judge being hired by the New York Giants and coming from the coaching staff of the New England Patriots, the quote of the week is, this reeks of going into the Gucci store and copping a keychain just to be able to say you went to the store and got something out of there. And that's from the Bull Miz, the resident New York Giants fan on the hiring of Joe Judge. Think about what he said, and you'll know exactly what he's talking about. Because when you go to the Patriots and you hire, what was he, Fred? He was your wide wide receivers coach. Wide receivers coach and special yeah. teams coach. Yeah, that, yeah. You go get a wide receivers coach from the champs. Yeah, you basically shopping hire. in the Gucci store, but you can't really afford yeah. that. So you that come out a with a keychain. Terrible. Yeah, he's a keychain. I guess chain. he didn't have to go down. He didn't have to go down to college and kiss ass, did he? I guess he didn't have to. Huh? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Stat of the week. So who so Vince Carter. Hold on, real quick. Hold up, y'all. Hold up. Stat of the Vince. week, man. This is we gotta give this boy's props, man. Vince Carter, the right hand man, becomes the first NBA player to play in four different decades. Vince Carter stepped into the yeah. league in nineteen ninety eight, so he played in the nineties, the two thousands, two thousand tens, and now that he played after New Year's New Year's Day, he's now the only NFL, an NBA player who's played in four different decades. Um, so shout out to him. This date in sports history, 
January 9th, 1811, the first ever women's golf tournament was held. That's kind of surprising all the way back in 1811. I didn't know they was letting, you know, women out the kitchen back in the early 1800s. Yeah! So shout out to Yo, I'm, I'm dead not, dead. Well, it ain't me. It's them. Y'all always get on me for saying what's real. Like, I ain't, I ain't know they was not a sport, about though. to catch back then. Golf ain't no sport. <laughs> so shout out, to, <laughs> shout out to Giannis and LeBron, NBA Players of the Week, and Kawhi. Says allegedly, somebody tell LeBron stop being scared to guard me. And on that note, Damn. we out. We'll talk about that Boy. next week. <laughs> Yo, you got it. Jim. Thank you, brothers and sisters, for joining us for another briefing in the war room. Shout out to everybody in the chat room, Facebook, Twitter, all the calls who called and the holler at us. Listen, appreciate definitely, all the support. Definitely something tune, we didn't get to, tune, man. Our bad. Yo, yeah, yeah. Apologize. Tune in next week, live right here on demand as we recap the NFL divisional round and preview the conference championship games. So enjoy your weekend. Fred and Jimmy argue all, all show. Back here. Be sure to catch our conversation. I don't argue. I, I don't argue with those, man. I teach. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, be sure to catch our conversations <laughs> on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, as well as our blogs, webcast. Everything we do can be found at the hub of warroomsports.com. So pick up my books, thebooks.com. So important to read. Also, you can find everything I just said at the hub of warroomsports.com. So until next time, everybody, don't accept mediocrity. Be steadfast in the war against ignorance, and we'll see you chumps on top. Peace. This is the Rob Jimmy Fred Show. www.warroomsports.com What? Ain't no more to it. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.